Welcome, everyone, to Less is More, the art of guest service. With over 25 years of experience in guest service working for Warner Brothers, Planet Hollywood, and the Walt Disney Company, I would love to share what I've learned over the years personally and professionally with all of you. I am your host, Les Sui. All right, so welcome to our sixth episode of Less is More, the Art of Guest Service. Thank you so much for tuning in. So I just want to thank you to all the listeners out there and all the subscribers. It really means a lot to us. And this episode today is about your reputation. Your reputation is your brand. And as a person, I feel that everyone has their own brand and you are who you represent. So whether it be on social media or how you are as a person with your personality, whether you're negative or positive, uh, how you relieve reviews to companies, everyone has a brand, whether it's a company, a person, and, um, or even your social media. Uh, so, And also in today's episode, we are going to interview my good friend who's also a world-renowned musician. His name is Josh Turk. Um, he comes to us from Toronto, Canada, and he just recently got signed by AMG and Sony. So I'm excited about that. We're going to hear about how he, as a musician, how he is affected by his reputation and how what he puts out into the world with his song lyrics and his personality and how he meets his fans and him on stage, how that's important to his image on stage and off stage as well. So... Let's begin, shall we? These days I leave the light on when I go to sleep Thinking maybe we'll come back to what we could have been In the morning it's still on I'm still here and you're still gone Our love was like a fire, pure and uncontained Our collision course, opposing force made hurricanes With everything destroyed No sadness but no joy you, but that wasn't enough to stop everything from falling apart. We were always gonna end up this way. Another beautiful tragedy. The hardest thing I ever faced was our goodbye. Love can never work if you never try. Yeah, I want to introduce a close personal friend of mine now who is considered a part of my family. He is a Billboard chart-topping recording artist from Toronto, Canada, with several albums under his belt. He is a well-established singer, songwriter, and musician from Toronto, Canada, who just signed with AMG Sony Music. And, most recently, did a four-day stream on the app Twitch, playing music and raising money for Variety International. He has performed all over Canada and the UK, with an upcoming tour planned in the US. Here is Josh Turk. Thank you very much for that incredible introduction, Les. I'm I'm so grateful to be able to Thank call you. you and Greg family. Oh, and uh, gosh, it, it's it's been years. Like I must have been in my like preteen. I think it was back in 2006 or 2007 or something like that. That yeah, like fresh yeah. out of high school, very impressionable. <laughs> and no, like you've always been an incredible big oh, brother and mentor to me and uh just the time that we get to spend together is awesome well thank you i'm honored when when you and greg told me that you guys were doing this podcast i thought that this was just a perfect thing for you because yeah you're 
the way that you are and the essence of who you are less you oh. are so accommodating to other people wow. and you are so engaging wow. in a way that it goes yeah. so far beyond yeah. just the things that you say and do it's an energy and it's it's a wow. very heartfelt kind of thing um and you. you know when you asked me to be a part of this mm -hmm. i i was yeah. very very excited to be a part of it oh that means a lot so thank you the feeling is mutual, and I think you're a great candidate for this interview. So let's start with a pressing question. Was there ever a time in your life when you had to make a decision based upon how your choice would affect your reputation or brand, and how did you handle it? I have to make those decisions every day. The, uh, the really cool part about being a business these days, especially in the kind of like gig economy that we've grown into, um, and the fact that the international economy at large has really become like a, a neighborhood. It's so connected and everybody from everywhere in the world, you know, can reach out to anybody and do things remotely for anybody at a moment's notice. The, the idea that being a brand can be separate from who you are and the way in which you do things, I, I think doesn't exist anymore. And especially in the creative industries, right. Right. You know, you're, it's not just about right. the product that you're creating, the art or the music that you're writing, yeah. the videos that you're making and the stories you're telling. Yeah. Your brand and your business mm -hmm. is centered around your image, the way that people respond to you, the way that yeah. you respond to other people. And so mm. on, a, yeah. on a daily basis, when I'm thinking about the kind of video that I want to post to my fans, the kind of message that I want to give them the kind of story that I want to tell in between songs at a live show, uh, the way that the album artwork looks, the way that the new single sounds, all of that stuff tells a story and all of those stories connect with, okay, this is who Josh is. This is what he does. And then past that point, the way in which I respond to positive comments on my social media, negative comments, um, the way that I respond to direct messages, emails, the way that I message out to people, whether it's through my mailing list or through other services like that, that all reflects on me as a person and in turn reflects on the brand. Love can never work if you never try. I always loved your laugh. Maybe now you'll get it back. I loved you, but that wasn't enough. Stop everything from falling apart We were always gonna end up this way Another beautiful tragedy There was nothing you and I could have done To save each other from what we had become The ghost we never wanted to be I like to say that I'm a very positive person and I love to have that brand with me. Now, when I ever when I first thought about my image and my brand, it was one of my leaders a couple of years ago at Disney who is well respected. He actually came up to me because I had a decision I had to make on something. It was like a decision that was not 
the best decision. I'm not going to say what it was, but it was a decision that I received a small little coaching on. And he said something to me that really stuck that to this day, it just speaks volumes. And that was when he told me that less, you have a strong image and you have a, you built a reputation for yourself, a great reputation. And you just don't want a small little decision or a small little mistake to tarnish that reputation because that's how people will perceive you at. And I, and when I thought about that, I was like, wow, I did bring up my reputation ever since uh, college, after college. And I started the YMCA program and I worked at the other companies uh, like Warner Brothers and Disney. I felt my brand has developed to, into the way that I want it to be. And, and so I just try to maintain that brand every single day, actually. Um, at work and also at home. I maintain that positivity wherever I go. I never want to be negative. I never want to rub off that negativity on anyone. Uh, whenever I'm having a bad day, I keep it to myself. I don't like to... Um, I, I, I'm normal. I, I complain. I complain to my husband, Greg, at home and also to some of my best friends. But to that end, I don't like to ever complain a lot. I don't voice my negativity on someone. Uh, if I'm having a bad day at work, I don't show it at work because I know that that will influence other people's work performance. Because if I'm having a bad day and I showcase that to people, it'll have that domino effect and they're going to be negative as well. And that has happened in, in the past with me, with people being negative in the morning and it just affects me. So I try to maintain that positive attitude and image uh, even when I'm at work, I say hi to every single person that I come in contact with when I'm walking down the hall. Um, I, I can read people, too. If some people look like they don't want to be bothered, for the most part, I do say hello and greet every single person that I encounter um, at work and outside of work as well. People that are negative in life, they're called vampire bloodsuckers. And I read that in a book somewhere where um, they just leech onto you and they just kind of suck the daylight's out of you and you just feel so drained. Everything about them is like they play the victim and they, they just, they, you just want you to feel sorry for them. And you can only give so much of your time to them. And for me as a person, I like to empathize with them. But after a while, it just it gets so draining. And I've had people in the past who've done that to me, um, whether it be gaslighting me with all their negativity, and it, it, it just pulls me in. So I've learned, uh, and actually a few years ago, I've learned to let go of those people. It's just not good for me. So I try to take away the negative people in my life and just surround myself with positive, happy people. And that's just better health for me. I love that Josh boils it down to all of these small choices that he makes. Um, and they're all small transactions. And it all comes down to what does he do day to day to make the biggest difference? It's become very clear that Josh's approach isn't about booking a specific show or supporting a specific charity. He doesn't rest his reputation or his brand on three or four pillars. It's all about these little moments that add up to one big picture. Yeah, right, right. Everything like the lyrics you have to put in your songs, the cover choices or, or what you're wearing. 
I feel like this in this day and age, you're walking on eggshells with all these canceled culture and you don't want to offend anyone. So you have to be neutral in all your decision making because you can't be biased. Like you were saying, what it comes down yeah. to is we're, we're now in a yeah. place culturally where we value respect, mm -hmm. we value being seen, mm -hmm. heard, and appreciated for who yeah. we are above a lot of other things, which I think might have clouded yeah. that yeah. in the past. And it's not necessarily a good or bad thing. It's, it's understanding that if that's what we value as an international culture and an international family, then the little micro, as you were saying, Greg, the micro decisions that are made on a daily basis that go into the greater picture, they all matter. Because, yeah. and to branch off of something that you were saying, Les, yeah. if your lyrics are really heartfelt and really emotional, and your music video is really emotional, and you connect with people on a very personal level yeah. with the song you release, yeah. and then you meet that artist at a restaurant, and they are a horrible person to you. That's, in my opinion, so much more damaging to the brand because what you're putting out and the art that you're creating, which is a reflection of who you are, actually doesn't match up with the person that you are at all. And the impression that you're leaving that person, whether it's a bad day, a bad moment, or that's just who you are, the impression that you're leaving with that person is, oh my God, like, He's nothing like he's, he sounds on his records. He's nothing like the stories that he tells. It's all fake. Right. You hit it right on the nose. It's like, how am I going to believe your songs if you're the one that's talking the talk, but you are not walking the walk? You have to mean what you say, and you will gain the respect of your followers that way. I've noticed that at live shows, the energy in the room shifts depending on who's on stage. And um, I've had a number of experiences where I've, I've walked into an environment that was not expecting me as far as the type of stories I tell, the type of show that I present. The one thing that always, that I appreciate so much every time I get to play is the way in which all of these different people connect with what I'm doing. Mm. And I, I didn't understand it for a long time, but I, I genuinely love playing live. And I love what I do. And I think that comes through in the energy that I'm putting out on stage and the way in which the crowd kind of takes that energy mm -hmm, on and mm -hmm. gives it back in a big way. Yeah, I was, uh, I was playing a show um, and I don't want to name names, course, obviously, again, because branding and yeah. association is everything. But I was playing a, a show with a particular artist and they projected an image on stage that really didn't connect with who they were as a person. Mm. It was really interesting to see how the room changed. Everybody was really enjoying the show. And there was a couple of different acts that were playing, including myself. Right. And I was right before this person. When we got off stage, the room was electric. They loved the first act. They loved us. We were talking with people. Everybody was still hanging out. And then this other act goes on. They start playing. And their banter, their interaction, the way that they're playing on stage, I kind of felt in myself like this is, this is feeling a little disingenuous and it's feeling a little robotic. And I'm going, maybe I'm just being critical here because, you know, I, I live in this world and so I'm, I'm possibly feeling and seeing things that I don't know. And so I'm enjoying the concert, but I see people start to leave as this happens. And 
it, it really hit me that even if people can't name it and they don't know what's going on mm-hmm. on a conscious level, they can feel it. And so yeah. if you're not if you're not wholeheartedly there in the yeah. room and you're not wholeheartedly doing what makes sense for you as mm-hmm. a person, the music isn't going to connect and right. resonate. The stories aren't going to have the same impact. Yeah, you can't separate the the creator from the creation in a way. Wow. So if you don't mind me asking, what was the issue that made people leave or what was that behavior? I, I think it was subconsciously the, a similar thing to what I was feeling and that like this, it didn't feel as genuine, didn't feel as heartfelt. The, right. the emotion of like, I'm so grateful to be up here on stage. These are my songs. Let me play them for you. That energy wasn't there. And I think... yeah, yeah. People can often feel things before they know things. Thanks for explaining that. Yeah, and bringing it back to the guest service realm, you know, you're making me think that there is a connection between a customer and the person behind the counter, just like there's a connection between an audience member and a person on the stage. There's definitely an exchange of energy that happens between those two parties in both scenarios. Absolutely. I see it all the time. You can absolutely tell when someone is like reading from a script or when someone is actually trying to engage with you and have a real conversation. I think the majority of us can absolutely tell when someone is being disingenuine. And when that happens, you check out and you're just not gonna invest in that interaction anymore. You want to leave as soon as possible. So maybe what happened on that stage for that particular band is that they were on autopilot or they weren't trying to really engage with the audience in a way that the audience wanted. I, I love what you said, Greg, in that, you know, there's there's a, a guest services kind of transaction that's taking place. I always tell people it, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what industry you're in, you're in the people business because none of this none of this right. works without people interacting with people. And especially in the arts, your as successful and you're as able to grow and you're as able to take those creative risks if you have a community behind you. And the only way to create that community is to connect with people on a genuine emotional level. Mm -hmm. And it it doesn't stop at the record. It doesn't stop at the stage, especially in the day that we're in now where everybody has access to a camera, everybody has access to a microphone, everybody has access to a phone. Mm. I, I, I go back to the first tour that I ever had in the UK. Um, I, was, I was the opening act. I was the new guy. Um, and I was chosen by this group called the Soldiers, three serving British military who went on tour on their leave to raise funds for the Army Benevolent Fund through CD sales, ticket sales. And from the very beginning, they they had no reason to be as nice and as genuine to me as they were. But the second I got there, hey, Josh, do you want to come and hang out with us? Let's introduce you to the band, like anything you need. If you want to, you know, take take the intermission and go out to the merch table and meet people, like they were giving me all of these opportunities to do things that you will very rarely find on those kind of opening act, headline act situations. And 
because they gave me those wings and they were so kind, it, it really showed me this is a way that you can be. You don't have to buy into that standoffish kind of stereotypical, you know, brooding artist kind of place. And, you know, the interactions that I had with the the people that became really, really incredible fans that I, I still keep in contact with today, it was because they gave me that opportunity. And they said, go out and you know, take that time, go to the merch table, talk to people. And when I had that opportunity, I was like, if they're, how do I want to treat these people that I'm meeting if I'm being treated this way? The music is one thing and the visuals are another thing and the show is another thing and all of that stuff needs to be there. You, you have to have talent to do the things that you do, whether that is guest services, finance, accounting, you need to have that natural ability to do that thing. And you need to hone that skill. But going beyond that, it can't just live and die there. You know, you got to be able to interact with people. And I, another incredible mentor of mine once gave me the advice, you know, if you're good, you'll get an opportunity to play. If you're nice, you'll get invited back. So something big right now that's actually current is social media, whether it be Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, anything that you put out there to yourself in your page goes out to the public. And I've learned in the past that whatever you put out there, whatever you post, people will perceive you on what you post. Uh, There are times, I have to admit, back in the day where I would post something that I didn't think it was offensive, but other people did. And so Greg would stop me and say, are you sure you want to post that? Or my best friend, Jamie would say, why did you post that? And I would think me being the person that loves to joke around and loves to have fun. I don't see it that way, but then I have to think about how other people would perceive that. Uh, And so there's times when Gregory was like, well, you shouldn't post that because what if work sees it or, you're applying for another job and they're looking for your and your Facebook or your Instagram. You don't want that on you because once you put it out there in social media, it's going to be there forever, permanently. I've seen people who post things and are, um, they're, they air out their laundry or they're just complaining or they're complaining about work. And I've seen friends who would screenshot those, um, those posts because they know it's going to disappear because they know they're going to get caught. So they keep that. And just that, wow, if they screenshot that, who knows who would keep whatever I posted and would use it against me in the future. And that's my reputation there. Um, no matter how strongly I feel about things that I don't agree with, with politics or what's going on in the world, I keep it to myself. In that sense, you will keep the peace and not create drama amongst other people that are following you and how they can create drama within that post. So you never just want to stir the pot on that. Uh, to keep it neutral, you know, just post pictures of Charlie Brown <laughs> or fun little memes that aren't harmless. Try to avoid any kind of dirty laundry. You never want to post things about work, about how a guest was very mean today or how so-and-so was upsetting to you. Never post anything like that because you never know who's going to be offended by your post. and. Again, you never want you never know who's going to look in your Facebook, especially if your settings are are public. 
because when you are going out for another role or another job, employers do look at those type of things. So um, I advise you, as I would suggest to you, to think twice before you post anything, especially if you're hangry or having a bad day. <laughs> Or if you had a little bit of wine, you might want to just double check things before you post things. <laughs> on, on the flip side, though, if someone had a reputation that has been tarnished, how difficult is it to build their reputation back up to being positive? It's always quicker and easier to burn a bridge than it is to build one. But we've seen on a number of occasions with a number of different acts, it's not impossible to rebuild the brand. It's not impossible to come back from those moments. I think it really depends on how you handle it. And it depends on how honest and genuine you are, not just about the situation that happened, but about how you want to move forward and what you're doing to move forward. And it's never about the have to. It's never about the thing that you're doing. It's always about how you carry it out and how it comes across. You can do what you need to do and you can have the things that come up in life because you know life happens when you're busy making other plans. But when those things happen, it's all in how you deal with them and it's all in how you move forward. Yeah, you're right. You're redeeming yourself. And also, I love what you said about being honest and genuine because people make mistakes. It's how you own up to it and how you admit to it that makes you a better person and how you move forward with it. Exactly. I love your answers. Thank you. So one more question. Do you have any advice for anyone who wants to restructure or maintain their reputation, but not just as a musician, but also just as a person in general? So these days, I think... What is really important is with the invention of social media and the invention of TikTok and Instagram, you're, you're no longer just associating a brand with an image or a logo. You're associating a brand with the people that work there, the way in which they present themselves to the community. So everybody who is involved in that brand and everybody who's involved in that company is a representative of that organization insofar as every interaction that people have while you're wearing the Walmart vest, every interaction that people have with you while you're, you know, wearing the Air Canada uniform, while you're taking someone's order at Starbucks, while you're talking to someone at your merch table before or after you play a show, you're representing your brand in a way that people are now looking for. They want to connect on a more human level. They want to connect with who are you? What do you believe in? What are the things that are important to you? Are they important to me? And I, I often ask myself, if I was in the other person's situation, how would I want to be treated? How would, what am I looking for in that moment? You know, I've, I've had multiple opportunities to meet my heroes and meet, you know, whether it's famous musicians or songwriters of the people that came before me. And I've had great experiences with them and I've had horrible experiences with some of them. And I sit back and I go, okay, I understand what that feels like. I understand what it feels like to be excited to go up and talk to someone, be vulnerable with them and be like, hey, I really like that song. Hey, I really, you know, thank you for making this for me. 
I, I really like this drink, but I want it that way. They're putting themselves on the line in a way that separates them from everybody else that you're talking to that day. And so to take that in and go, how can I meet them halfway? How can I let them know that they're seen, they're heard, and they're appreciated for the interaction that we're having? You kind of meet them on their level and you, you have a human interaction. It boils down to what your values are as a person. If you, if you value that interaction, it, it's going to come naturally. Wow, you definitely nailed it. And the overall theme that you present during our interview is the positivity you emanate in your brand and reputation. You're genuinely interested and kind at the same time, and that makes people feel very special and valued. I think the theme that comes across in what Josh is saying is that you could do this in a genuine way, or you could do it in a robotic and autopilot kind of way. And one of these things is better than the other, obviously. So I think the thing that comes across here is don't take for granted the interaction that you get to have with somebody. And you should probably treat it like it's the last interaction you're going to have that day, even if there's a line of people behind them. Josh, a great example of this is how you treat your shows or how you treat all of your guest interactions, and especially how you treat all of the live streams and the charity things that you do to just make the world a better place. You're, you're so genuine about it. And I really admire that. Thank you. I've always maintained, whether it's on my live streams or at my live shows or any of the streams that I get on my music, there are a billion other things that any of these people could be doing at that moment. They've chosen to be there. They've chosen to buy that ticket. They've chosen to listen to this song. They've chosen to eat at your restaurant versus somebody else's. They've chosen to talk to you versus somebody else. And Lord knows everybody comes in, you know, carrying their day on their back. And sometimes there are a a whole slew of emotions that come out of that. If you can find a little gratitude, even just like a mustard seed size Mm. gratitude for the fact that that person is there and decided to go to you, decided to come to you, decided to come to see you, decided to interact with you. It might not be the most pleasant of situations all the time, but if you greet it with a little bit of that gratitude, a little bit of kindness, and you kind of approach it from that perspective of how would I want to be treated? It's, uh, it's astounding how much of an impact that has. Josh, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for your time, and I I can't wait to see you on your tour. Thank you guys so much for having me. And one more thing. Do you have anything going on that you want our listeners to know? I do. I'm very excited to say that I, uh, I, I live stream on a regular basis at least two or three times a week. Um, uh, that's either on Twitch or on Instagram. I've got a lot of live dates, like in real life live dates coming up. Uh, at the end of June, beginning of July, we're coming back into the Northeast of the United States doing a bunch of stuff in Massachusetts, Maine. Uh, We're talking to some places in New York State as well. And on top of all of that, the reason that all of that is happening is that I have a brand new single coming out, my first single with uh, AMG Sony Music. It's called Hold On Virginia. It's coming out June 16th, and it's actually available to pre-save 
on your favorite streaming service right now. Links to Josh's Instagram and his website, as well as his link tree, are all in the show notes below. Or you could find all of his tour dates at joshturk.com. That's J-O-S-H-T-A-E-R-K.com. We love you, Josh. Thank you so much for your time. And be sure to look out for Josh's new single, Hold On Virginia. It's coming out on June 16th. Thank you guys so much. And I love you both too. I'm really glad that we could do this. Happy to be here. I loved you, but that wasn't enough To stop everything from falling apart We were always gonna end up this way Another beautiful tragedy I loved you but that wasn't enough To stop everything from falling apart We were always gonna end up this way Another thing I want to touch upon is how strong our reviews are. People's reviews are also key to a company's success. So if you ever shop on Amazon, which I do a lot, I always look at people's reviews on products because I want to make sure I'm getting the best out of that product and I want to see the goods and the bads. Um, but one company that I wrote a survey I got from a dealership. It was a Toyota dealership in Florida, somewhere in Florida. And this is an interesting story because um, when I got that email, I had a negative experience with this Toyota dealership because it took about five hours for me to get my oil change and they would not communicate with me. And also just like a little bit of service. They did a, they did a, a routine service, but it was five to six hours there when it could have been only an hour. Uh, they would tell me that it would be another hour and then another hour. Uh, I had to miss a lunch meeting that day because of it. And my whole schedule was affected by it. I never got an apology for it, never got offered a ride or anything. So when I got the survey back, I was being honest. And I said that it was given a two star on their service because they didn't communicate well. And I explained the story to them. Um, and feedback, it was a honest feedback. And I'm sure the companies would love to hear honest feedback. Well, anyway, the company got back to me a couple of weeks later and they wanted to contact me and ask me more questions about it. But I just, I, I explained further what happened. Um, and I thought that was the end of it. But the next time I took my car in for servicing at that same dealership, I was greeted by a member on the service team and he was typing on the computer and I was standing in front of him and he says, well, wait, you're that person that gave that negative review, right? I'm like, um, and I was kind of taken aback because I thought, I thought it was private. I thought it was anonymous. And then he went on further to bully me and tell his other coworkers right next to him. And they say, hey, that's, that's the guy that left their negative review about, about us. I was really embarrassed by it, but I was very upset at the same time. I didn't know how to handle it. And I said, I'm so sorry. It was just the feedback I gave. And, and until then, after that, I felt I got even worse service from them. And I got scared at that point because I was like, hey, here's a company that has all my personal information. They have my car keys. Who knows if they made a copy of my house keys when 
Uh, by the way, never leave your house keys with the dealership or even when they're doing your servicing because they can make copies of it because they know your address and everything. I take it back. I didn't leave my car, my house keys, but who knows if they would get my address and they would stalk me. So I was very careful after that. Um, I definitely left that dealership. I never went back to that dealership um, for fear of my safety, but also because I felt bullied there. And I went to another dealership, which was just amazing. And I kept with that one and I left positive reviews on that one. But when I went back to look at the negative reviews I got, uh, I saw on that particular dealership um, on Yelp, they had so many negative stars uh, from that dealership. So reviews do help because it helps with the reputation of a company itself. Uh, another recent one was at a restaurant I had in celebration where I was given negative treatment or the person that was ringing my order at this, uh, this particular restaurant was kind of short with me. When I was asking them about a particular order, they gave me very sarcastic answers. I came to find out that the person that took my order and answered my question was the manager of that store. So Gregory and I, we were not very happy with it. We, we let it go, but when we were seated at the table after we got our food, um, I was on Yelp and I was just writing a negative review about it because I was just dissatisfied that here you are paying money for the service and for the food, but to be treated poorly, it's like I felt like I was wasting my money. And why am I giving service for something that I have a negative experience on? I obviously, the food was great, but the experience was bad and I just paid for that negative experience. So I did write a negative review about it. But, um, but it was hopefully a negative review that will help the company because I know the companies read those reviews. Hopefully it'll help them so that they can get that feedback and better themselves. Um, yeah, so reviews do help. So if you ever have a great experience or a negative experience with a company, I highly suggest you review it on Yelp or Google. You'll just help other patrons who might be thinking of eating at that restaurant or going to the car dealership for service. Remember, you are your brand. You represent yourself. You are that person representing the company. When you are wearing that name tag for whatever company you work at or even whatever uniform you work at, whether it be a flight attendant, in a restaurant, in hospitality, or even at a theme park, you are representing that company. Uh, so that is why you always want to maintain that positive attitude and leave your baggage at home. To me, whoever a person is a person, they are my guests. And I want to represent myself in the best I can so that I'm known as a person that they can go to for advice or for assistance or just even to cheer them up. So the advice that I would give you is that you maintain that amazing personality and image that you want others to perceive you at because your image is your reputation and your reputation is very important to yourself.